year-old who's never been married, you're like, why, were you in prison? Were you just about to raise your hand? Are you 50? <laughs> Hell yeah, you look hot for 51. Yeah, I'll give it. I'll fucking make you feel 31. Uh, I'm experienced, I'll pull your hair from the roots. I know what's up, you know? Got that regular dick energy, that's what's up. That's what women want, you don't want big dicks. Look, who wants a big dick? Nobody answered, nobody wants a big dick shit. Nobody wants that shit. Big dick guys don't give a fuck about women. Regular dick, I'm fucking in there, eye contact, making love. This is something I came up with, and I feel this is not the 10 commandments for dating or relationship, but these are 10 realities about relationships between men and women, or men and men, or women and women. I believe there is a level to this because even if it's two women, one wants to play the male role, right? Just like in men, just like if there's two men, one wants to play the female role. So when I say these things, understand it that it's not saying it from a heterosexual perspective. I think it's also pertaining to any relationship dynamic where there's a, a male energy and a female energy. Number one, I have, it says men fall in love with visuals. Women fall in love with words, whether they're spoken or written. I, I think this is very self-explanatory. That's why Instagram is very popular with guys. That's why girls get mad at guys liking pictures. We're always turning around, looking at ass, looking at tits, so on and so forth. And women love reading a romantic novel. Women love hearing stories and, and, and when a guy can conversate with the silver tongue, it does a lot of good things. So those are the realities of life. Like this woman that may not like a guy because maybe he's a bit short, but man, he knows how to talk to her. He knows how to say the right things. He writes her so many sweet things and you win a girl over that because we're just built differently in that way. Like whereas men, we don't care where you're from. If, you, if you're a very attractive lady, and you have attractive features that we deem attractive, then that's the start of a beautiful marriage. It's the reality. Number two, women crave security and affirmation of love. Men crave respect and obedience. This is the reality. Women, there's a reason why women are attracted to soldiers, are attracted to firemen, are attracted to law enforcement. They're attracted to, you know, the, the idea of careers that people carry guns gives them a level of safety and security. A guy that's bigger uh, versus a smaller guy, right? It, it's like this, this security of being safe because as a woman in the world, you know that you can be uh, predators coming after you. Wrong place, wrong time. Whereas men crave respect. We don't, the way you love us is by doing things that we want to experience and by respecting the decisions that we make. At the end, we think about things, especially men that are successful. When we make decisions, we think about all the angles. Sometimes when we're perplexed before making a final decision, we'll ask our partner. But for the most part, when I go to my partner and I say, hey, we're going to do this, or I think this is the best move, I don't need to sit there and explain it to you all day long. I've already thought about it. I've already hashed through the scenarios. If anything, I'll talk to somebody else, and we're in a good place.
And this is why. And my goal, is, if you're my partner as a woman, you may disagree with it, but you will follow along because you support me. Again, respect and support. Obedience is a too harsh of a word. So I would say it's support of, of his ways. Number three, the concept of hypergamy will always be in play. That no matter what anybody wants to tell you, any woman is not going to settle for a man that is below her financial status. Very rare. But for the most part, women, if she's a girl that went to college and got an education, she's not going to settle for a guy that dropped out of high school. Unless the guy's a multimillionaire. And if the girl's a multimillionaire, then guess what? She's not going to settle for a regular Joe like me. Unless she's already been married and already had kids. Hypergamy, the concept of a woman wanting somebody that's at the equal or higher is something that's never going to go away. Us men, we don't care. We just, if you work at McDonald's, again, it goes back to rule number one. Men fall in love with the visual. That's all we care about. Visual great personality you see him maybe be a great mom okay let's give this a shot i'll figure out the bills and take care of you number four men and women cheat for different reasons usually men cheat for a variety and women cheat for emotional deficiency and attention when i've had relationships with married women that was the number one thing it wasn't that they wanted variety it's not even though they were attracted to other people they would have been very fine with staying committed to that person. But because of the neglect, because the man didn't make them feel happy and loved, they went ahead and got involved with somebody outside the marriage. Whereas men, sex is something we compartmentalize, meaning that we're not sitting there trying to build an emotional bond with a woman. That it's not our wife. We're more like, okay, I'm attracted to you. You're funny. Uh, let's have sex. We're driven that way. I don't know why women can complain about it. Like you need to have more self-control, but we're wired that way. Blame God. And that's the reality of it. And men have to work at not wanting to go into that path. That's why I have guy friends that they don't do anything unless their partner's with them. They don't go traveling unless they're, they don't do boys trips. They don't do that because they are, it's like an alcoholic knows he can't go to the club because there's going to be the temptation of alcohol. I know guys that are like that. So that's, but we cheat for different reasons and, but we all lump it in the same what is this one? Number one, two, three, four, five, five. Number five. Both men and women have subconscious expectations that are not discussed and will be exuded as the couple goes into different stages of the relationship. So what do I mean by that? Is that there are things that we don't talk about. I, I've said this in prior podcasts about men where they meet a woman, very revealing gear that she wears, 
and and showing off her features they're attracted to that then they want to court her and be in a relationship with her then once they're in a relationship that very same dress that she wore when you first met her you don't want her wearing that anymore why because now you're in a relationship even though this is how the person is from day one conversely just like with guys guys some guys think they're single and they still go out and drink and Go out and flirt and, you know, do these things, right? And they think that is going to go on even in marriage. And the wife looks at you and says, married men don't do that. Married men don't do things without their wives. Whatever the value system is, that wasn't talked about before you got married. That wasn't discussed. So there's always going to be subconscious, that's the key word, subconscious expectations that are not discussed. And... The more you could think of those subconscious expectations coming up, the, the better you'll be. That doesn't mean that it still won't bother him that you won't wear a dress. But when you see these issues, you got to nip them in the bud in the beginning. Because if he's not letting it go, guess what? Or she's not letting it go, guess what? You're They're not going to ever let it go. Next one. Once settled into a relationship, men prefer stability and routine. Conversely, women get bored as the relationship keeps growing. I just read recently about a study that women lose interest in sex over the course of the relationship. And a lot of it, there's various reasons for that. Because the guy doesn't go out of his way to try to please her and do the things that she wants. I just think women evolve. They evolve at a dynamic pace. Where the things that they were interested in a year ago may be different three years from now. They're needing new things. They're, they're, They're needing to be stimulated because being stagnant doesn't make them feel good. Whereas with guys, we love a routine. We love that, okay, this weekend I'm gonna do X, Y, and Z. I'm going to do this. I'm going to have these hobbies. Like we like a routine. We like certain things to be a certain way and not yearning for new things to come up. If it's business, that's different. But outside of that personal lives, we like to come home. We like to have our beer. We like to relax, watch our TV, whatever routine it is. Keep it going. What number am I here? What is this? Uh, number seven. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I think I have, let me see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I have seven, yep. So, ten rules here. I kept saying in the beginning, I'm getting old. My fault. Uh, women will have a backup plan if things go south in a relationship. No doubt about it. More than, there was a poll taken. It was like, uh, I, I forgot what it was. I, I read it. It was half a woman in a relationship have a plan B. This is from a British company. One poll claims that half the women they they surveyed said they have a plan B or someone to keep it on the back burner. What's more, married women are more likely than those who are simply in a relationship to have another man in mind in case they end up being divorced. And it says it's typically an old friend that they have at least known for seven years. It could be an ex-boyfriend. It could be an ex-husband or even a co-worker. So 
And I understand it from a woman's perspective because they have to, if you think about it, our DNA, women have to, again, they're looking for that security, right? They're looking to feel safe with a man in various ways, emotionally safe and then physically safe. So they have to think, especially if they have kids, if something happens to you, who's going to protect me? Who's going to take care of me? Because as a woman, I, I love this conversation I was having with somebody. They were telling me that in Vietnam, when you get married out there, that when you have kids, the woman handles up all the raising of the child. The dad is not involved at all. Okay? The woman runs the show. But when the child comes of age, they the man has the responsibility of providing for the child. Think about that. That's a fair trade-off. So the man, like, is still keeping the values of, okay, woman, you do everything. You know, you handle the kid, but I'm going to take care of you all so that you're able to do this, right? And go from there. I think I think that's a beautiful thing, but I, I, I thought it was interesting, but it, that's where it, it, it goes for me. Uh, I don't even know where it's going, but I said women will have a backup plan if things go south in a relationship. That's my point. It's like women women have backup plans, and women don't get it twisted. Like there's women out there that know they have an eye on a person or two if shit was to hit the fan. Whereas guys, we're just enjoying our freedom. Number eight, men will be justified in control and having double standards in the relationship. If they're paying more than half the bill, ladies, I always tell you this. If you don't want that man to justify himself doing crazy shit, or if you put yourself in that prison of that man being able to cheat on you and you can't do anything about it because you are not able to provide for yourself and to provide the lifestyle for yourself that you want. Well, guess what? You're, you're going to have to deal with a guy that is going to have a lot of double standards, okay? That, that is going to feel like I can cheat, I could do all these things because I put a roof over your head. I take care of you and your kids. I go out there and work my ass off to provide you all these things that you have. That's how a lot of men are going to see it, and that's the way it is. If you don't want, if you don't want that, it's a double-edged sword, right? You want a man in hypergamy that makes more than you, equal more than you, but you still, but yet you still want to be taken care of. But unfortunately, that's the drawback. Number nine, marrying someone will be advantageous to the person with the least amount of financial resources. Duh. If the attorney marries the girl from Walmart, duh, all of a sudden she's going to have a house. All of a sudden she's going to have a car. Duh. So that's the reality of it. Whoever, and I remember uh, somebody in college that I was roommates with, he told me what his dad did. He told me, you know what my dad did? He did hypergamy, basically. He said he found a woman that had more money than him in school, that was loaded, that came from a wealthy fam family, and he wrote that coattail. And they're doing just fine. So think about that. Think about that reality. You know, think about that situation. 
that hypergamy, even though in that situation it was a man picking a woman of high stature, financial status, this is what happens. <clears throat> and then and in this day and age, marriage is a contractual obligation. Again, going back to that Vietnam example that I told you. You can walk away from marriage and the woman is not taking half. They don't have that shit in other countries. Crazy. And the last one. Both men and women will always hide their deep secrets until later on in their relationships. I've known people that have dated people with PTSD. Uh, people that found out they had uh, medical conditions that they weren't disclosed in the beginning. So on and so forth. Like You have a myriad of things that are not going to be showcased that are very important. But because we're afraid of losing that person... We're not going to say them until we all live together and, and do our own thing, right? And we were kind of building a future. I'm like, oh, by the way, yeah, you know, I'm kind of into, uh, you know, I'm kind of into the dudes or, yeah, I'm kind of into this or, yeah, I'm, you know, whatever it is. Oh, I have a gambling addiction. Whatever it is. It's like men and women hide their deep secrets until they're in a level of vesting that is hard to unwind. And... You know, and I, and I, no matter what I think of these things, these are the the ten realities of dating in our society. Making love, you know, <laughs> big dick guys just like I don't give a shit. I've been cool since middle school. Not me. I'm like I love you, baby. You look beautiful. It's eye contact, sweating on you. That's liquid love. You're like I'm into this. I go I know, baby. I'll go under your back, lift up, give it a little extra half inch. I know the tricks. You're like, what's that? Surprise! You're like, I didn't know you could do that. I go, me neither. I'm just fucking there. <laughs> you guys are young. 20s. Girl touches your butt. You're like, I'm okay. 38, touch my butt. Fucking play ball. Let's do it, baby. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude.